I was watching Channel 4 News this week. I'm not proud of it, but I wanted to see the report about the fall of Raqqa, so there it is. Anyway, out of the blue came this piece about some old neo-Nazi that has now admitted he is gay and part Jewish. I have no interest in Nazism and I'd never heard of this guy before, but I wasn't really sure why I was supposed to care about this man's personal beliefs, genetic makeup, or sexual preference. Anyway, take a look at the video. From well-known National Front organiser in the 80s to white supremacist groups earlier this year, that was on the wall in the bedroom. Wilshaw has flown the flag for a racist and homophobic worldview. Bust of Adolf Hitler, yeah. Tonight, he says he wants to publicly disavow it all. My father was very right-wing, and I think I took it a bit further than him. Because even though I didn't get on with me, Dad, I wanted to basically emulate him to a certain extent. And tell us about your mum. She's from Rotherham. He served in the ATS just after the war. And she was Jewish? Yeah, she's part Jewish. Her maiden name was Benjamin. We do have Jewish blood in the family. On one or two occasions in the recent past, I've actually been the recipient of the hatred from the very people I want to belong to. If you're gay, it's acceptable in normal society. But in this group of people, it's not acceptable. Sitting here in front of us doing this interview. I want to do some, do some damage to the people who are propagating this sort of rubbish. There was something about this piece I found very interesting. Not only did it seem oddly irrelevant and fringe news for such a huge amount of attention, but it also seemed to fail on every level. Channel 4 is a taxpayer-owned leftist propaganda outfit dressed up as a public service broadcaster. It makes pieces like this to keep alive the fear of the far right, and when there is the chance to laugh at the far right, so much the better. Like all leftist organisations, it simply assumes that people will lap it up and jump on board the virtue signalling bandwagon. But anyone deriving any satisfaction or amusement from watching this must have a desperately low standard. This man seemed like a complete non-entity. His greatest claim to fame was that he was an organiser for the National Front in the 1980s. He seemed rather sad. From another time. Watching this piece was like going to watch a public hanging of a pensioner, except that this pensioner was placing the noose around his own neck. Given that this was a seemingly voluntary humiliation, he was treated with a minimal politeness, but you could feel the reporter's absolute contempt. So how was this man to redeem himself after 40 years of wrongthink and misdeeds? By describing his amazing philosophical or spiritual journey? Surely Channel 4 would be able to get him to explain why his beliefs were crazy, right? Well, no, not at all. In fact, there were no philosophical reasons given for his change of mind. Primarily, he said he wanted to do damage to the people who rejected him for being gay. So it seems to have more to do with him lashing out at his former colleagues than some grand philosophical shift. And did you notice he didn't rip up any of his Nazi memorabilia? But anyway, why should viewers be interested in philosophical shifts? After all, he's a gay Jewish Nazi, right? LOL. If this is what the left is now calling a victory worthy of national news coverage, we should take great heart, because this is pathetic.
But this unedifying spectacle is as nothing compared to the ongoing saga of Ursula Haverbeck, an 88-year-old German woman who was recently sentenced to six months in jail for Holocaust denial. She has been convicted several times for the same so-called offence, but is free pending appeal. After laying out the bare facts of the case, the Daily Mail then goes through the story of Auschwitz, just to make sure no one has forgotten it. But the thing that disturbs me most about the Daily Mail's coverage of this story is that it does not once raise the issue of freedom of speech or the moral outrage of sending someone to jail for their opinions. Not their actions or even incitement for someone else to act, but simply the things they believe. Now I don't care how you feel about the Holocaust, locking people up for having a dissenting opinion is one of the most disgusting things I can imagine. The popular narrative of World War II is that the Allies fought for freedom against fascism. Well, this affair gives the lie to that. While this woman goes to jail for her opinion, communists still have free reign to sell their genocidal ideology on the streets. When you think of the human cost of World War II, for this to be the outcome is a betrayal of everything. And since when has the truth needed legal enforcement? This is a holocaust of the human mind. If these two sad cases are anything to go by, the left is clearly running short of evil Nazis to score points off. So, just to fuel the hysteria and its own sense of purpose, why not just invent some? This week, Richard Spencer, one of the figureheads of the alt-right, spoke at the University of Florida. You can see here the BBC refers to him as a white supremacist, which he is not, portrays some guy wearing a shirt with swastikas on it, and refers to chants of Nazis go home. Predictably, Antifa also turned out to paint him as a Nazi in a desperate bid to keep itself relevant, and they screamed and chanted their way through the whole event to try and prevent his voice being heard. If they had taken the opportunity to engage in a dialogue, however, they would have discovered two things. One, he's not a Nazi. And two, that their ill-conceived notions of equality and sameness cannot stand up against reason and natural law. But there was one very interesting part of the event that really put everything into perspective when an Asian student asked a question. I'm Siraj. Hi, Siraj. Excuse me. Let him speak. All right, so I just wanted to give a little history about myself first. Um, both of my parents were immigrants to this country. They've worked very hard to put me through the education I have now. And I'm very grateful for that. But I came to this event uh, not knowing exactly what your platform was or you know what everything was about. And from the media, I had every reason and from my friends to hate Richard Spencer. But I came in here with an open mind, wanting to learn something. Good. However, what I've learned at this event today was that the protesters were extremely rude and didn't allow him to speak. I just wanted to have a conversation and understand where Richard Spencer was coming from so I can think hey excuse me sir I used to be a Black Lives Matter I used to be a Black Lives Matter fan not anymore 
Not anymore. All I want to ask you now, Richard Spencer, is if I could have the chance to have a dialogue with you and be able to talk about my ideals and talk about your ideals. And if we don't agree, we don't agree. But this approach we're coming from, I don't agree with it. I'll, I, I will figure out a way to talk to you while I'm here. But thank you for saying what you said. I will definitely have a conversation with you. I appreciate that. Thank you. I, just, I would like to implore the police to make sure that gentleman is safe as he tries to exit the arena and make sure that he's not assaulted by anyone. I just want to put that out there. Thanks. Hey, these people in the corner, just like this guy said, like, like, go ahead and talk. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all have been a disgrace to freedom of speech. You've been a disgrace to your university. You've been a disgrace to everybody here. No matter what ideology anybody stands for, you've been a disgrace to the Constitution. You've been a disgrace to American values. You've been a disgrace to a Democrat, a Libertarian, a Republican. No matter what, you've been a disgrace to everybody here, and you should be ashamed of yourself because you stand for nothing. You will also notice that Mike Enoch made a point of intervening to ask the police to protect this Asian student from the leftist mob. And now there's some real alt-right race hate for you. Anyway, this brave young man just wanted, unlike most of his peers, to take the opportunity to have a reasoned discussion and test his beliefs against those of the alt-right. This will now make him a pariah on the left. We on the alt-right are not Nazis. We have never advocated violence of any kind, and we are not supremacists or imperialists. We simply want to continue to exist as a race and live according to our own cultures, free from multicultural conflict and globalist interference. Preserving who we are for posterity is everything to us. But, as I consistently point out, the left cannot and never will engage in debate because it knows it can't win. The more people talk about the left's taboo issues, the more people are able to see that leftist philosophy is built on blind emotion and scare tactics, not facts or coherent thought. All the energy it expends is on creating bogeymen who cannot be debated, just hated all the while protecting those who do the actual harm. We now live in a world where Western nations are being told by politicians to accept Islamic terrorism as just a part of living in a big city. And the BBC and Channel 4 want to try and distract people from this, with tales of old Nazis coming out of the closet and Holocaust deniers in their 80s. As if there is some kind of equivalence. And now it is trying to paint the alt-right as Nazis. You can just smell the desperation. But the bombs and trucks of peace are not coming from the alt-right. Laughing at and hating on old Nazis is easy for the left. But dealing with the alt-right is pretty much impossible for them. This is why they are trying to portray us in that light and avoid debating us for the same reason and the leftist media's misdirection of the public to the so-called threat of the alt-right is juvenile and transparent. People see what's going on. They know how badly their countries are being damaged by multiculturalism. Nationalism is no crime. It's a simple matter of our survival. The left is a one-trick pony mired in the past, and it is missing the target again and again 
and again. With vibrant and growing nationalist movements all over the West, we are the future. Because we have the truth. We welcome debate, we don't run from it. Join our movement, love your people, and take back your pride. Until next time, be well.